this David, David has um, had a, a little outpatient surgery um, and he just didn't feel up to being here today. So we all wish him well and we'll miss his input, but um, those things happen. We want him to heal. Um, so let's see, this is a, this is where we get together for an hour on the first and third Saturday of every month to discuss energy and how it influences our life. There are different practitioners within this circle using different mo modalities. My goal with all of this is to help you understand that energy is energy, no matter how we use it or how we get to our conclusions of it. If we can learn what it wants from us and lean into it, we can get the most out of it. Uh, it's really important to me that I hold a safe and comfortable platform for everybody. We are all on our own journey, but we're all in this together. So please, no judgments on others. It's about respect and kindness. Housekeeping notes, uh, I'm recording this, so and I will be using it on my website. My YouTube channel is Sue Coffin Numerology. You're gonna be able to find all the readers information on the YouTube channel if you want to reach out to them on a personal level and get a reading off in this, this um, hour. Uh, and if you don't feel comfortable jumping in, we like interaction. This is what this meeting is all about. Everybody talking back and forth and learning more and more. Um, just go to the bottom of the screen, type, there's a chat button, you can type things in, Adriana and I will pick up and bring the question in, or you can just raise your hand, there's also a thing that down there that raises a hand, so anyway, so let's get going here. Uh, Arlene uh, reached out to us, she's in California, it's fun because none of us have read for her before. So she's our brand new person, which is very cool. Welcome, Arlene. I appreciate you, you reaching out to us. Uh, let me see. I'm just going to start a little bit. Have you ever had a numerology reading, Arlene? No, not at all. Have you had astrology reading? No, no. You, no reading at all? None. Yes. Yeah. So the, I'm very curious about this. Oh, mm. awesome. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. So in numerology, I study the numbers one through nine and each number has its own characteristic, its own personality. So through your name given at birth and your birth date, we talk about the energy that makes you who you are and energy that comes in bringing in events and opportunities. Okay. Um, and this is, we're going to be sharing all the readings here. Oh, you know what I forgot to do? Craylin. We need to show the card, the tarot card that Craylin chose. Mm. I'm sorry. I'm going to do that right now. Oh, okay. This, there you go. Craylin. This is a card that's, that's the energy that's surrounding us within this hour and helping us out. The card um, is a three, and it's called Virtue. It's a spiritually based card, and it's about um, keeping your, um, you know, your integrity. It's all about doing what you feel is important and kind of a core thing for yourself. Um, 
spiritual integrity, honesty. So when you're looking at the self and the external situations from a place of maximum integrity, honesty, and no compromise, this is the sun in Aries. So it's a fire sign. Well, it's kind of a, it's a double because <laughs> Aries is a sun sign and it's the sun. So it's like full of uh, spiritual energy. And um, if you go within, you kind of feel the pull or you feel uh, being drawn in a particular direction because um, it's what your core needs, the space you need, the people you need, but it's all about having that be your comfort center um, and holding true to your own belief structures. Mm -hmm. So that's the card. Yeah, that's, what, that's what three is. And I think it's wonderful because as readers, we're taught that, we're taught integrity, we're taught to respect the people that are sitters that are, are getting our information and to be as honest as we possibly can with, with um, our information. So that was very good. Thank you, Kraylin. All right. So um, basically, I'm just going to basic. There's something very interesting in your chart, Arlene, that I see. Um, when we when we look at the letters, when I add up all the letters in your name, it's expression number. How do you express yourself? When I look at the vowels, it's how you um, what's keeping you passionate and motivated. Your personality is what you project out to other people. You have this pattern of nine nine nine. Ooh. This is a very interesting pattern. Now, in a very old numerology book that I've read, I um, learned that. I mean, it was it was like written in the 1950s. So, and it said that I would probably only see this pattern once in my lifetime, in my career. I've seen this pattern probably eight or nine times so far. Wow. And why is that, right? It's because we need you. We need these nine, nine, nines. Nines are about humanitarians. They're about taking care of other people. It's the last number that we study. So it's a very spiritual number. I suspect that you are you have done a lot of good for other people. You're always putting people in front of you. Um, is that correct? Yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, you're also very detailed orientated. You like uh, structure. You like the 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 to-do list. You like everything to be a lot of security around you. You don't like to veer off the path very quickly because um, uh, th that throws you. Being flexible is uh, hard for you to do. There's nothing wrong with that. That's who you are. Uh, Dorothy, how do you see that? Do you see the nine nine nines? Uh-oh, you're muted. <laughs> Here we are. There we go. I have myself muted. There we go. <laughs> I actually, I actually do, Arlene. When you gave me yes. um, with astrology, um, you know, we have to set up um, a wheel with a birth date, time, and place, and that that puts things um, uh, kind of like the specifics of numbers. Anyways, so you're born. I was just doing the math while we were talking. You're born like a day and a half before an eclipse. 
and what and i'll tell you what that means it's kind of like the nines and you so that means your moon you're not quite a new moon yet the new moon was a day and a half after you were born on on january 3rd and you were born on the first and so you're in the balsamic lunar phase is when you're born and I, I really gravitate to people like that because what it represents is an opportunity in this whole lifetime being born very close to an eclipse and with this lunar phase that we have. Um, it is about what, like Sue just said, it is always about completing a lot of things this lifetime. And it represents an, um, a karmic life. Now, don't take karma as good or bad. Karma, I mean, we all, that's our lives. I mean, we're, we're working our soul path. We're working our numbers, our astrology, our personalities. We're working all of those things. But this balsamic lunar phase just before an eclipse typically means that you, as the spirit, the soul, lifetime after lifetime, now is the time that you're finishing a lot of, um, a lot of things you more than others, people born in this phase more than others, have a a life of people that come and go, but they're important people. I mean, and, and I know we all have that, but this is a, a, a specific soul path, um, whether you work with others and you help, I don't know what you do, but as if you help others, however you help others, this is something that could be that is part of your karma. So you meet people for that old saying, you, pe meet, you meet people for a reason, uh, a season or a reason, and sometimes just for a moment in time or a lifetime. I mean, it, it, it's an incredibly um, purposeful life. And so like Sue said, if they're nines, it really sounds like that too, because it's very much the humanitarian because you are making a difference you're clearing the slate it's just like you talked about moving it's just like when you're ready to move and you haven't moved in a while you start clearing things out you get rid of things that you don't use anymore this is what the lifetime this whole lifetime is about so mm -hmm. you have a big purpose <laughs> even yes, if you're it's, right even if it's one person at a time which is usually more, not always more important, but it, it, there's a ripple effect, you know, drop that pebble into the pond, it goes out. So you have, um, it's really important this lifetime, the way that you're right. processing <laughs> and how you're seeing people. So I would ask you as an astrologer that doesn't know you, I, this is how I work. It's like, I would say, what is it that, what is your purpose? What, what, how do you use this energy? And they're even connected this, um, um, your life path, life purpose, Sagittarius and Gemini is also representative of being um, somebody who shares uh, your truth, what your truth is, who is a teacher, somebody who is regularly interested in learning and sharing experiences. You don't have to be a traditional teacher, but absolutely somebody who shares life and content. It's important that you share what you believe and continue to grow with that. So that's it in a nutshell, but big life. <laughs> uh, Craylin, you got, did you draw a card? Yeah, I was thinking about where, where things are right now and huge transformation came up. Oh, um, wow. I need, I need to preface this that I feel like this is the energy around this 
my feeling is that um, it's about the direction she's going to be going toward in the way of her business, um, possibly her move. It, it's the death card. Um, to me, it is not about the physical leaving of the body. This one is about huge transformations in the way you present yourself. It's letting go of um, resistance that is potentially in the background that's keeping you from doing what it is you want to do. And that goes back to the integrity thing. Um, so it's, it's letting go of the blockages. It's moving into a whole new phase of life. And it sounds like that's what you're focusing on accomplishing or thinking about doing, and you don't know which direction to do. That's where the integrity part comes in. Um, this, to me, there's a, it's hard to see, but there's a lot of different, like, little spirits behind that are released in this card. So mm -hmm. it, it's letting go of, it's letting go of the past and allowing yourself to clear the decks and to make a major transformation in how you personally um, fit in this existence and, and what you want to do with that creative space. It's also a, a 13. So we have yes. a three in here again. <laughs> yes, and that is her maturity number, 13, four. That's where she is. Well, that's this, this card. So yes. it, may have, yes. it may have been that you have the numerous times in your lifetime that you've <clears throat> felt the need to more or less move into a brand new direction, um, spiritually or physically or whatever. And that's kind of the energy of this particular card. So, yeah, the interesting, yeah, the interesting thing is, um, originally I was a, um, um, a, a secondary school educator. And then I got a message somewhat recently saying, why are you going to college? And I said to teach. And then I thought about that thinking, teaching doesn't have to be in a school. It could be in a lot of different other ways. And so I'm feeling that. And it feels like a pivot point. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Right. And I I think that it has something to do with working with the underprivileged, working with um, people who aren't as uh, can't get the education or can't get the need that they need. Uh, because that nine is all about um, helping, helping the less fortunate. Which you've done all your life, haven't you? <laughs> yes, yes, because it's so much in your in your core energy. Yeah, that's so that's the and energy. that's that lunar phase that she's born under as well. You know, right. we tend to nope. really have a lot of um, a lot of that. Where you know, again, no matter no matter what we do in life, it, it doesn't even matter. We could be a baseball player, that whatever. We make a big difference in a lot of people's lives. Because, you know, on that soul level, of course, this is all speculative, but it just makes perfect sense. On that soul level, we agreed to work with lots of people in the world and to really to 
um, to make a, a big impact. And again, to clear the deck, as Craylin said too, to clear the deck of um, mm -hmm. what just needs to be completed. So in the next lifetime, if it's linear, right, we have an opportunity um, for lots of, of new expression that the soul is looking for. Are we tying things There's up. A, uh, Arlene, do you believe in past lives? Yes. Yes. Uh, nine also has a lot to do with past life, working through things that we needed to, we need to get rid of, mm -hmm. take care of. So, so sometimes, um, you want to put her on mute, Adriana? Got it, yeah. Um, so sometimes in this lifetime, that's a lot of work. And they say that when you have a lot of nines in your energy, that there's a lot of people that come in and out of your life that are you're working through things. So they, they can be there for a week. They can be there for six months. They can be there for 10 years, but it's things you're working through. That's taught me something. That Thank sense? you for telling me that <laughs> to me. I, I like to hear that because now I know the balsamic <laughs> lunar phase feels like nine. So I've just learned a little bit about the- There uh, you go. That's <laughs> Thank you. That's And that's why we all work together, right? Yeah. That's what makes it so wonderful. Yep. Adriana, um, what do you have to say? You have her chart. So I just wanted to ask Arlene, um, throughout your life, like what has your relationship been like with work? And not necessarily professionally, but just even if it's housework, busy work, just how are you when it comes to work? Well, <clears throat> I, I I feel as, I, as I've gone along, I've discovered that in a lot of situations I'm beginning, I, I feel like I'm, I have been and didn't realize it, that I'm kind of like the wind beneath other people's wings. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And okay. and you're right. It's um, it feels like people uh, people come and go. Uh, they're not always there. But I always, um, I've always had that feeling. Usually around Christmas time, when I have felt people have been um, um, important in my life, and I feel it's important to say that to them. Oh, good. Mm. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's you. Uh, really just showing your heart and what's what's been laying on you probably throughout the entire year. Um, but I was asking about work because uh, like Kraylin pulled uh, the virtue card or not virtue. What was the next card? Yeah. That you, the 13th. And the death, death card. Death. Yeah. So Kraylin pulled that. Um, and then as Sue said, uh, your maturity number is a 13, uh, which reduces down to the number four if we add the numbers one and three together we get uh four um and i think it's interesting that in your like your personal chart like what you're feeling on the inside and how you perceive the world from the inside looking out uh you have a lot of nine energy but what is being presented to you um what is like coming to you from the outside is a lot of four energy um and that has a lot to do with work and uh, really organizing and um, maybe getting people in line or you're really just like kind of that busy, that busy person who other people may not say how much they appreciate you. And maybe that's why around like Christmas, you feel the need to say it to other people. Like if I tell you how much you mean to me, maybe it'll move you to tell me exactly 
how much I mean to you because I feel like you do a lot for other people in mm. small ways, big ways. You just show up for people when they need you. Mm. Yeah. You do but, like do t- details. She does like details. Yeah. yeah. You like numbers? Yeah, I, I've been pretty good in math. <laughs> yeah, because they're black and white. They're black and white. And, yes. and that's what you like, that structure. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, I can um, I can also... Oh, lost track of where I was. Oh, shoot. <laughs> I saw so many different things when you guys were talking. I was like, oh, no, what did I, I know? Say? I know, it's so much fun. There's there's okay. a lot. When when I look at, um, Arlene, when I look at other things, I'll just go on to something else. When I look at other things that are going on astrologically, um, you're a highly, highly sensitive person as well. Because what presents at the ascendant, which is the front of the chart, is Pisces. And we have the planet Neptune, right, hanging out at that position. What that represents and what that means is your 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 sensitivities are have been heightened, especially over the last year. And it's going to remain that way for a couple of years, more so than usual. I'm pretty sure you're, I mean, you're very sensitive because you have Pisces at that prominent um, Eastern position of the astrology, but again, it's being activated um, all of uh, last year and this year, and that creates um, even more sensitivities. So that's when you want to make adjustments and um, just to, um, you know, read the room in a way, if you will, um, you know, when things are feeling so sensitive, it's incredibly, you're born with this. So this is, this is second nature for you to definitely to know who to be around, where, you know, the people to be around, who not to be around and how sensitive you're feeling. So that's um, a big thing. And when you talk about sensitivity, Dorothy, are you also talking about intuition? All of it. Yes. I'm talking about psychic. Right. Yeah, to me, intuition, I split hairs here, but to me, because of the elements of astrology, intuition is um, more analytical because we're reading a room, um, energy, you know, just reading it by life experience, um, mm-hmm. psychic abilities. It's just clear. I think it's the differences between the clairs, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think. Right. And okay. so, yeah. yeah. And so Pisces is, is the feeling piece. So that's more of the the okay, psychic. The, right. the what's I don't know the difference between the clairs. I can't remember their names, but that's what I see. And um, yeah. Oh, and I do remember now. I just came back. The reason around Christmas, I was looking what was going on at Christmas, and um, the sun in the sky is just before Christmas. Usually, right around the end of um, the fall into Christmas, it just um, activates. Um, the south node in the astrology and the south node represents past lives, the past. And mm. so it activates that. If something happens once a year for anybody, it's usually where the sun is in the sky. That's the only thing that's co- almost consistent is where the sun is astrologically. So there oh, is, wow. so right around Christmas time for you, Arlene, the sun is activating past life stuff. So for you to say, um, you know, just like Adriana was saying for you to, you know, recognize people and, and to say what you say to, to the people that you want to say things to, how much you appreciate them. I think, you know, it is that feedback. It's that back and forth as well. Um, so that, that's, that's what that represents at Christmas time. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, it works yeah, out and, that way. And last last year, 2022, uh, December would have been 11, two months for you. That's very heightened intuition. That's oh. very heightened sensitivity. That's mm-hmm. the need to open your heart chakra for other people, to yeah. embrace them, peace and harmony. Yeah. I guess I didn't realize how, how important those things are. Yeah. I guess I'm just beginning to discover that. Yeah. yeah. You know, the meaning of it all. Yeah. It's really interesting because it can be something that's so natural to you that it doesn't seem like it's anything that's right. more serious than that. But right. sometimes the things that are most natural to us are the things that are like, once we dig into them, it's so satisfying when it all kind of makes sense and things mm-hmm. start to click like, oh, no wonder why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, right. But Kralin, did you pull a, another card? I did. <laughs> um, oh, I'm finding this real interesting because so far the two of the three cards that I'm working with today um, are trump cards. And, and tr- this is a, a 10 or a 1. And the Wheel of Fortune is like, um the biggest success card and so i'm looking at initially we the the death card is also a trump card so it's moving major energy over space and time it um where a lot of my cards are more what i call stepping stones and little lessons these are like big lessons and would be applicable to your 999 numbers um Mm -hmm. and you know, there are 76 cards in the deck. So to get two Trump cards in a row out of all of those cards is kind of impressive. But to me, I was wondering what the lesson was when I pulled this. And it's moving into a very um, successful phase. So mm-hmm. as you clear out the energy and transform into your new direction, the wheel of fortune is behind this. Um, the energy is abundance, prosperity, um, and fortune. Now, that can be a tangible physical, about tangible physical wealth. But for me, it can also be about the wealth of the people you're going to be bringing into your life and the work you're going to be doing. And it's going to be very um, successful. In, in what you choose to do. Um, it combines wisdom, flexibility, and creativity together uh, on the wheel so that um, you have the ability to create this wonderful um, energetic space that's so coming what, forward. What's the difference between trump cards and regular cards? These are big lesson issues. These are like um, major things. I look at them as being an umbrella for people. Um, so right now you have two umbrellas. <laughs> <laughs> and it they, takes a little bit longer, right? Yeah. It takes a little takes longer to get through them, to, to exactly. work through them. Yeah. It's it's you know like a progressive thing that's gonna, you know, where a stepping stone card, which virtue. The first card we saw was a three. That's a stepping stone card. So that's like a short-term little lesson you're working on. These are major things and they can, you know, be with you for months um, and longer because it's a, they're transformational cards, the trump cards. 
and there's 22 of those in the deck. So um, once you've processed the letting go and you're moving into the next yeah, phase, the next phase is the wheel of fortune. So yeah. once it's you lovely. remove and clear your blocks out, you're going to have a lot of opportunities in what you choose to do or, or yeah. what the choices you make in the future uh, appear to be on a very successful level. And, you know, 10 equals one. So for me, that's new opportunities. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. Right. And, and 10 has that zero. So it makes it 10 times stronger, 10 times more. <laughs> Mm -hmm. right lovely yeah. lovely adriana you have your hand up so um Kraylin pulls this card it's like Kraylin. i'm like we're here Kraylin. um <laughs> <laughs> but he pulls this fortune card and uh it's 10 uh so one of your questions was uh should you move um and are you you're currently in san francisco right and you're thinking of moving to San Diego. So I broke down the numbers, just like how we break down your name, apply certain numbers or apply numbers to the letters um, in any word or name, anything really. Um, so I break down San Francisco and like I apply mm -hmm. all the numbers and that totals 15 or six. Um, mm -hmm. And then I do the same thing for San Diego and that totals 10 or one. Um, so for me, as, as soon as Kraylin said, or as soon as she pulled the card and I'm like, oh, it's a 10 card and you're thinking of moving and you're thinking differently about what it is that you want to do for work and, and just how you want to proceed with your life. I, I'm like, I'm not going to say San Diego is where you should move, but I think just energetically there's there's just something even just in your thinking process that is saying newness like i need newness something on a different level um well at the same time i i just feel like you're you're trying to return to something so familiar to you um maybe like like i know with me i when i got into numerology i decided i'm going to get back into my interests and really get like let go of my preconceived notions and really just run with something um and I feel like what I'm hearing from you and just thinking about teaching and how it doesn't necessarily have to be in a school um I feel like you are you've spent a lot of time working through and letting go of preconceived notions and really just trying to get to the heart of the thing mm -hmm. um so I don't know. I just I do trust that you're you're on you, the way you're thinking. You're getting closer and closer to that thing, mm -hmm. um, but you just can't let yourself feel rushed or frustrated in it. It's you just got to kind of let it flow as it as it's flowing. Um, but it's all it's all coming together, even if it's just in your mind. And the mind is always the starting place for any any thing that happens in reality, really. So does that mean that I need to be patient as it's being revealed? Ooh, well, look at you reading. <laughs> I would say yes, that is a very good observation. Yes. Uh, you have to allow yourself to, if you're rushing into things, you can't really see it. Right, um, yeah. So there's this book that I read and 
it's, it has nothing to do with numerology, but the author was talking about um, like hunter gatherers and nomadic tribes and everything. And she was just talking about the difference between being lost and wandering. And really the difference in the two is when you're lost, it's that you're trying to rush through a thing. So you're not seeing like, oh, maybe I did pass this tree seven times already, but because you're so caught up in your head, you're not even noticing it. Mm. But when you're wandering, you're noticing all that's passing yeah. before you. And so there's not as much fear or anxiety attached to it. You're just going through it and you trust that you're going to get to that destination at the end oh. anyway. Okay. Mm. So you have your hand up? Yeah. I do. I do. Um uh Arlene is in a nine personal year and nine is all about endings and completions and letting go this isn't the time to jump right into anything because there's a lot of little stuff that you got to take care of before you make the move or before you make the decision I should say and and we always say when you're in a nine year you shouldn't start anything until October because sometimes it can end prematurely, okay? That doesn't mean life comes to a halt and you can't do anything because as Dorothy would say, she's always telling me about Mercury retrograde. We still have to move. We still have life and we still have to do things. Okay. But if you can hold back a little bit and just really uh, do some soul searching, do some meditation, reflections, uh, I, I felt when I did the numbers, I liked San Francisco mm. or Arlene's energy. I just felt that that seemed more compatible. I, I feel like you're very comfortable at, in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Can you tell me what the, the number of your house is? Just the number. 11826. 11826. Huh. <laughs> oh my lord it's a nine it's a nine holy moly so this your home is very comfortable to you well I mean, you love it there um i know that there's a lot of angels in my backyard and i also know all my trees love m me being there because mm. they know that i take care of them right and you're yes. a capricorn earth sign yeah. Yes. I'm, it could be a lot of, you know, nine is associated with past lives and it could just be you're in the company of yourself as, you know, mm -hmm. the different versions of you that have existed. Oh. And it, it feels like home. It's like you you were drawn to that place. Mm. Yes. Hmm. Because San so Francisco is 33-6. Yes, collective. That's right. That's nine. Very collective. What What do you got, Pringlin? <laughs> Another Trump. <laughs> oh, oh, the universe. Wow. I know. Three Trump cards. Um, first of all, I'd say this is a hugely transformational time for you <laughs> with this much um, big energy going on. But what this card indicates is that you can draw the knowledge and the past experiences and use that as a platform mm -hmm. to to create you know your your next in <laughs> next incarnation 
uh, where you're going. You have apparently a huge amount of knowledge um, and you may not yes. even appreciate the amount of knowledge that you have. Um, this number is 21. Um, mm -hmm. So we come back to a three. <laughs> yeah. um, and I mean, getting three trump cards in a row like this. And this was, I pulled this thinking about what is your gift? And the, and this is a perfect card for gift because it supports the fact that you have a lot of, of internal information. You may not even um, access it, but it's there. And if you allow um, yourself to be more um, open to feelings, your gut, read, letting your gut read, you know, when you get an aha moment, appreciate it, go with it. Don't ignore it. Don't think that, oh, that's craziness. No, <laughs> it's coming from this card. Well, how, do, how do I discover that? Basically, I, I feel, it feels like I'm wandering. Mm. Well, and that's not a bad thing, right? No, mm -hmm. wandering is a good thing with this because as you wander around, you'll see certain things and they'll trigger memories or they'll trigger um, feelings that you're going to want to pay attention to instead of just let them slide by. Mm -hmm. um, it's kind of like you, you may get some deja vu moments um, as you're wandering or um, you'll get a hit that says you need to do this. And if you ignore that, pretty soon you'll find out, oh my God, I should have done that. <laughs> right. Right. because you didn't do it and things you know didn't go the way you wanted them but if you had done that or if you'd listened to your own intuition then you know um you would have made a different choice and it, it could have been a different outcome so yeah the wheel of That's fortune really cool. a lot you know knowing that you've got all of this experience and knowledge and basically you're using mm -hmm. that as your floor to tap dance your way into this next phase. What are, what are the signs on that? So Dorothy knows what the... Um, let's see. Universe. <laughs> let's see. Uh, hold on for one second. I have a couple things I could say. Okay, yeah, go right ahead. Go right ahead, oh, there. Oh, okay. So um, what I would say, this is for Arlene, and, and this is actually true for all of us, we're, we're in right now, especially the month of March, there are so many things that are shifting um, astrologically, planets into new signs, et cetera, which is incredibly big and important. So what I'm going to tell you, and just looking at your own personal stuff, Arlene, this is specifically you now, um, it's about just, just letting things ride when we really don't need to be making major life choices right now. Um, what I see for you the week of the spring equinox, and we want to give it, you know, just a days on either side of that, um, that you have some significant astrological happenings um, right around that time period, right around March 2021. We have a new moon in Aries, which is significant to you, and the sun in Aries, blah, blah, blah. The astrology is saying that there are new opportunities that will present themselves things that you probably not um you, you 
you know, we all know what's there, but sometimes we can't see it yet. So it, be patient with yourself. I think somebody else said that too. It is time to be patient with yourself. Um, but there are opportunities that will come through and depending on, you know, how you receive what Sue says, like maybe don't do things, but maybe not big things until October. But I see some things happening in that, you know, between now and then. So be open. I think that's going to be the biggest, um, in my opinion, that will be the, the one of the biggest things for you to do especially these next few weeks is to take your time, just allow things to come to you. It's so, so important. It's just relocating your chart, especially if you were to live, you said San Diego, right? I did the astrology for San Diego. You said San Diego? Mm -hmm. Yeah, San Diego. Yes. Yeah. San Diego is going to give you, if you were to move there, that energy in that location would give you um, new opportunities, bigger and new opportunities. It changes things in your astrology. All right. So it does give you some different opportunities than where you live now. Um, so I feel that, you know, so once we get to the spring equinox, there is a lot of really big and important things that will be revealed. So allow that to happen. It's just like, you know, cooking something. You just, you know, you don't turn that, you know, you still turn the oven up fat higher because you want it done sooner. It will ruin it. <laughs> It'll ruin it. So I love it. We, we have to allow things to, to, so to I, I hear patience. Mm-hmm. You do. Yes. Yes, indeed. Yes. It and also this, sounds like I need to be quiet. Yeah. To and be able to be aware. Be aware. Be yeah. aware. Listen, because all of those. There's things. going to be things put in your path because the nine energy is working so much around you mm -hmm. that the universe is helping you. It's just a matter of you being um aware and watching. One thing that ha I do see in your chart as a core energy the per that makes you who you are, that four energy, your life path, doesn't like changes. It's hard for you to change. You have to, it's very calculated sometimes. So sometimes you miss opportunities because of the, not fear, but the, the, the new adjustment that might have to go forward. So I think that if you can address that and just be aware of that, mm -hmm. that maybe those will, the changes will come a little bit quicker for you. Oh, Does that make sense to everybody? Anybody of my readers? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, not, then, not, for, not for me, but that doesn't mean it's not true. Oh, it doesn't? No, I want to no. hear it. No, there's, Why? she only has one planet that's fixed and one and, and nothing else. And that's just Pluto, which is very, very, um, it's not significant in personal stuff. So she is more malleable, mutable um, energy because she's got a lot of Sagittarius, a lot of mutable energy. And that just means oh, shift thing regularly right, let me... forward. So that's how I see that. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Arlene, how do you feel? Do you feel like it's hard to make decisions and changes or do you feel like they come very easy for you? I would say I tend to be more cautious. Mm -hmm. but I also think it sounds like I need to pay more attention to the signs. Mm -hmm. And the, right. I think the only way to see the signs, uh, uh, how do I see more signs? <laughs> I mean, obviously, I mean, you have it, Pisces you know, rising. You can't rush it. You, you can't you have rush Pisces, it. Yeah. And you have Pisces rising. So you're going to, you're going to be exposed. You're going to see a lot. You always will see a lot. It's your nature to see a lot. Mm -hmm. And so um, maybe, we don't have to watch every sign. Some people come to me and they're like, oh, mm. I see this and I see this and I see this. And I'm like, all right, 
You, you got to live your life right. instead of reading all the signs. Right. <laughs> That's the thought. I have a little right. more information. Um, this is the completion and the initiator. So this sign is about, you know, tying up your loose ends, but then starting new processes, starting new That's, stuff. That's nice. And um, it's a commitment to growth and evolution. Um, is ecology big in your, in your life? Do you do a lot of ecological things? Yes. Um, because Ooh. this is about ecology too. And um, the love of travel, the desire to experience as much yeah. of the universe and various people as possible. Mm -hmm. um, and the capacity to cut through any limitations and restrictions. Um, one of the things that I was feeling is, you know, if you're thinking about San Diego, go spend a little time down there before you jump. Plan a vacation, you know, mm -hmm. spend a week or two if possible um feel the energy down there and um see how that resonates with you mm. i love the energy in san diego and i know the energy um in california in the bay area depending on where you are can be rather hectic and it's shifted a lot recently um san diego i don't know because i haven't been there in a long time but i really do like that city a lot and it's usually you know kind of like a more tropical kind of a feel without being overly tropical it's warmer um the the ocean down there is warmer it's just you know that kind of environment if you're staying near the coast now if you're a desert kind of person you can have that too because it's not very far away so you can choose your environment down there oh. um and it's more flexible in choice than the Bay Area when it comes to different uh, opportunities for your ecological experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, the only thing is, just even because of all the climate change and everything, they also had hail recently. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, so did everybody else. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You know, when you have an ice storm here in the Bay Area, that's very unique. You know, I've seen, I lived here, born here, so I could probably count on less than five fingers how many times we've had, you know, significant snow up on Mount Diablo, and I'm 72. So it's not something that happens. This is a rarity. Wow. wow. Yes, you know, wow. Mother Nature going nuts. Mm. Yeah. Adriana, you have something you'd like to bring up? Um, so I forget what uh, Dorothy said, something about the planet's mutable energy. So you're, you could be very malleable. And um, something that I thought about was just, are you quiet in that? Are you quiet just in that, like, as far as expressing yourself? Um, so I can see both what Sue and Dorothy were saying, as far as either you're being, either you're resistant to change or you're probably someone who um, can move through, move through things uh, pretty easily. Um, and my thought was just, if you're someone who can move through things easily, are you still on the inside 
holding on to certain beliefs, ideas, or just not really expressing things as you feel them completely. And you're really just showing up for other people. So you, you I, move through. I, yeah, I would say that I'm pretty adaptable, but mm -hmm. I tend to be more on the quiet side in the sense that I don't react fast. Mm -hmm. I would rather mm -hmm. look at the whole picture first yes. <laughs> and not jump to conclusions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, Our Capricorn yeah. sun. That's the Capricorn yes, sun. My yeah. Capricorn That's the nine. <laughs> That's the nine energy. Nine will do that, right? It looks at the big picture. Mm -hmm. yes. Balsamic moon phase does. too. Yep. Very yeah. Balsamic moon. Yeah. Yeah. We think things through. We want to make sure we're we're doing it right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. And being born Very near an eclipse. Calculated. So it's it's yeah. it's it's all a part of your astrological DNA, and it seems like the numerology DNA as well. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're right in yes, line. It all works all together. It, does. it all works together. Now, anybody have any advice for Arlene about what she should do if she was to start a business? Oh well, not necessarily if you were to start a business. I like my only piece of advice would be to maybe get out and take a walk and just um like walk through a, a on a walking trail in the forest or something or uh really just spend time being quiet but not sitting still you know like allowing oh, yourself okay. to observe but not observing where you're having to be extra critical you're just seeing things things are passing by and sometimes that's where the most natural solutions come about um right. So I would I would offer that up as a piece of advice. I feel like in your heart, you know the direction you want to go in. And I think there's just a lot of unknown and you're not sure how to catch catch on to, okay, if this is... Make your connections, you mean? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like just spending quiet time, but not idle time, would mm. really serve you. Oh, okay. Yes, that nine. That nine personal year, it wants you to end and complete things. It, it wants you to let go of what's no longer serving your greatest and highest good. Because 2024 is about new beginnings. It's about the doors opening up. So, so you got to work on let, releasing, yeah. um, cleaning out those closets, mentally, mm -hmm. physically, emotionally, spiritually, so that there's a lot of room for the one to come in, oh. for the new beginnings to come in. Okay. What is what the... I, uh, and, Oh, go ahead. Go ahead I was curious what what the what the nature of the business is. Is it something that is spiritual and inner inner work, soul work? Well, I've been doing a lot more more spiritual type things into the healing realm, right? Healing people, you know. Oh, nice. Um, I've been doing it more so physically, but also, you know, there's such a close connection to emotional mm -hmm. and and other kinds of things that are very close connections that sometimes need to be discovered too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I can see um, the movement of Saturn. Saturn in the sky is about to move into Pisces, right? And so that's one of the bigger things that's going on this month of March. And where it's um, moving through your own personal astrology. So Saturn in Pisces is, is like revealing the practicality of spirituality it's it's you know lifting the veil so we're actually able to see the reality it's not overly woo woo i guess is <laughs> saying it really in an immature way but it's not overly oh, woo woo good. 
It is good. But it, and the reason I'm saying this, Arlene, is because what what we can all do, and, and you're asking this about your own life, is like we can take the mysticism out of what being spiritual means. Yes. Right? Yes. It, it's yes. that. To me, that is something that is just so important that um, a lot of things are going to happen over the next three years while Saturn's moving right. through that sign. It's really going to demystify a lot of things. But this is the one thing that I would love it to demystify. People think that, you know, you have to meditate and, and do all these things for hours on end. Well, you know, I can just, you know, take a simple walk and and just recognize it's like all right this is a spiritual practice this is a spiritual practice yeah. and and i think that if if you if that resonates for you you have an opportunity with where the astrology and the things are moving for you that you have an opportunity to evolve and move towards being like that you know just demystifying certain things about certain things <laughs> right, right? Yes. whatever making it more mainstream making it more mainstream yes, and not go. just and not just like TikTok mainstream. Yeah. We know what that is because that's superficial. I'm I'm in on that game too because it brings people in, but right. it's incredibly superficial in a lot of places. So anyways, I don't know why I said that. Gemini mind. <laughs> Sorry. Whatever you, I guess I'm going to leave you with that because I forgot where I was going with it. I, I the word that you used was great, practicality. Uh, Arlene, you have so much practical. You're so very mm -hmm. practical in in things that you do and the way you look at things and and uh, the ninth is that spirituality. So I think you nailed it on that one, Dorothy. That was yeah. wonderful. Good, good, yeah. good. Yeah, Even I just yeah. Were you finished? I'm sorry, I didn't want to interrupt. I'm finished. No, I'm finished. Okay. <laughs> um, but Arlene, even just with um, you speaking about uh, healing and really working with other people, and whether it's physically or emotionally, you have the inner makings for that. You have such a heart that is understanding um, mm -hmm. to it really doesn't matter who it is. You could meet someone who's from the same background as you and somebody who's lived a, lived in a completely different world than you. And you're able to understand and communicate your understanding in a way that they know you understand. Um, mm. So maybe look into that, you know, um, a healing practice, or even if it's just within your own local community or just your own family, just being able to open up your space and allowing other people to um, receive that benefit, but not letting them like use you or anything, but just really opening yourself up into that aspect and traveling down that path. Cause it's almost like your whole life you've been preparing for that your whole life. You've just been yeah, gaining experiences and observing and taking little <laughs> mental notes and, I feel like you're you're at a place where you're like, all right, now I got to do something with this. <laughs> um, right. What I just think, came in. What just came into my thought process is wise woman. Um, yeah. You know, people quote of our age, um, women of our age have a lot of life experience that many of our youth are not getting. Many of our younger adults have not gotten. And it's time that we learn how to be open and share. Think mm -hmm. of it as being, you know, universal grandmother, um, oh. helping people to progress. Um, women going through menopause 
have a lot of change going on that you and I have already been through. So I have a number of friends that are in their 50s and I'm working with them to help them adjust to this new, what we call crone energy, because they're coming into right. their wise woman phase. And it's a big shift from taking care of kids and household and family to make this adjustment to now, what do I do? And mm -hmm. us older women have gone through that process and can be very helpful in helping these women transition because it's a real important time for us to hold hands with more women and get them into this phase because mm -hmm. we're going to be necessary on the planet. You know, mm -hmm. people are going to start seeking us out um, because there's so much change going on in the way yes. um, we live, you know, and they're forgetting. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we could start a bit this rent a spiritual grandma. <laughs> I love that. I idea. think that would be fun. <laughs> oh shoot! All right, gang. Well, it's almost ten o'clock. I, Arlene, I appreciate you very much reaching out. Do you have one last question that you'd like to ask us? I think I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm at a crossroads, mm -hmm. and that somehow I, I need to. I need to be able to pull out to to fully understand where I am, but I can't do it right away. It sounds like I have to discover Correct. it. And the only way to discover it is to wander, to be observant. Right. Nice. And to be quiet about it. Nice. That's because wonderful. it's not going to come through if I'm too noisy. That's right. Beautiful. That's beautiful. Yes. I, I think this was a great hour and yeah. that was very successful. So I want nice. to thank Craylin who reads tarot, Dorothy, who's our astrologer, Adriana, who's a numerologist. And I'm also a numerologist. If you're interested or anybody who's listening, wanting to get uh, a reading from any of us, you can go to my YouTube channel, Sue Coffin numerologist, and I'll have all their information there. And eventually I'll get a page on my website with everybody's information. So Arlene, thank you very much for thank reaching you, out and getting up thank so you, early to be with us. Thank you <laughs> very much. Take care. I appreciate thank it. Thank you thank for you. coming. Bye. Bye. Bye.